Carr coming up the middle, free safety, trying to get it go. And welcome back to The Playbook. I'm Jared. This is Zach. And this week, we're going to be bringing you a bunch of news about the NFL and college football. We have a lot of injury reports, a lot of breakdowns of of specific games from last week. We're going to dig a little deep into uh, next week's games. But uh, that's what we have for you today, guys. And we're going to start off with the NCAA. Like this week, pretty much the same as week. The week before, it's kind of cupcake-ish. Like, you had a couple close games here and about, but, like, not really too much. This week coming up is the week to watch the games for these big games. But you did have a couple of them. You had, first of all, Syracuse versus UVA. And and one of the main reasons why I brought this game up was it wasn't that it was, like, a huge game. But it was a, a game of implications for Syracuse. They are a they were a three and team, which now went to four and with a twenty two twenty win. But it was a, it was a game that all dictated on field goals. There was five field goals kicked in this game. Yes, and I, y'all gotta give Syracuse some love. What they're still unranked. They're, I, I as from my knowledge, yes, they're still unranked. So they might be twenty five and one four and oh, still unranked. Mm-hmm. But you got Texas A and M, who lost to Appalachian State. Yep. I mean, they did have a big game against Arkansas, and we'll get to that later. But if you're undefeated, you're undefeated. No, I agree. I agree. That was like that was like all the hate Florida State was getting for the first after week three. They weren't ranked. <laughs> like it took them it took them winning week four to finally get a ranking, and they only got up to twenty three. I think it was. I mean, it's uh, to me to me it's a little ridiculous. Oh, it is a little ridiculous. But let's get on to the next game. What you got for us, Jared? Georgia and Kent State. <laughs> you would think that we wouldn't even talk about this game. But Georgia allowed 22 points from an unranked Kent State. Uh, UGA didn't look like UGA. No, they didn't. And Kent State didn't look like Kent State at all. You, no. Georgia kind of, I feel like they overlook because it's Kent State. Can you tell me where Kent State's from? And if you tell me Kent... No, no, no. I can't say that. Is it Ohio? I don't know. <laughs> I want to say it's in Ohio, but uh, they Georgia's corners, their backfield allowed 174 passing yards. Their defense allowed 22 points. I mean, from Kent State, like if if they allowed 174 passing yards from I don't know South Carolina, Ohio, uh, Oregon. Yeah, like you know, the teams Oregon, they played. Oregon, did, Oregon didn't even have 174 passing yards. I don't think against Georgia. No, none of the teams combined had 22 points, and then you had little old Kent State come into Athens and make it a game for three and a half quarters. <laughs> how, dude? And, how does this happen? Oh, where where it says they're from? Oh, they're from oh, Ohio. Ohio, Kent, Ohio. Ohio. I told you, and, and they are from Kent, <laughs> but just in Ohio. But no. They allowed 174 passing yards. They allowed uh, 90 receiving yards to one receiver alone. So that is just it, it was it was almost like watching a little bit of um, Alabama Texas, except Texas is that an actual program program. But for 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 Kent to put up 22 points on Georgia was just 
kind of something that we weren't expecting to see. If you you know what I'm saying like I would never have put in this game on on week 4 roundups. Oh, no. Definitely ever. not. But when Kent puts up 22, it's just kind of like, wow. Um what what happened? It was it just a freak weekend? Yes. I I feel like it's a freak weekend. I think Georgia's going to clean it up. Who and we'll probably talk about who they got next week. Yeah, we'll be talking about who they got next week in the uh, in our next little segment. But sticking with the SEC East, a big game for the SEC East altogether was Tennessee versus Florida, which um, it's not saying a lot about Florida. I understand your first-year head coach. Mm-hmm. It's saying a lot about Tennessee. And, wh- they're, and where they're at as a program. Yes, because, what, that's their second rank, second team they beat that ranked in top 25? It is, and it's uh, it's it's also Heupel's second year as head coach. Like He had the program kind of moving, having good progression toward the end of last season. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, he has done a great job so far this season. And speaking about Florida real quick, I know Florida fans – some of them, the extremists, like every football fan has, expected them to be like, oh, we're going to make it to the SC Championship. We got a new head coach. But realistic fans, they saw, they're like, hey, new head coach. It's going to take time to get to where we need to be. Well, look at look at, look at at your guy, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Look at Kirby Smart, Georgia. Both of them coaches went like right over 500 their first year. I think one was seven and – Nick Saban was seven, seven wins – and then and and Kirby, and Kirby like I want to say Kirby was, was eight. eight or nine, but still sub ten wins. There's no shot at, at you know saying like the playoffs or anything, but look where they're at now. Yeah, look uh, what they look what both of them. One's so like, a multinational champion, and one just, just won his first. Exactly, and it's just one of them things where Tennessee's doing great, but Florida fans got to just sit back and let the process unfold. But do I do I think this is Tennessee's year? No. no, I don't. I don't think it's Tennessee Tennessee's year, but I think. I think Tennessee has a very good shot to win uh, ten or eleven games. Uh, they're about to come up on Murder's Row yeah, coming but, soon. But I think I think with the speed of Tennessee's offense, I think they can overcome quite a bit of that. Yeah, but you—they're not in the most favorable position, being matched up with Georgia, Alabama. No, one hundred percent. And I it's mean, just. But I tell you, thirty-eight to thirty-three. I as a okay. So as a Gator fan, I'm not upset with that. Oh, you we, we we came back. We were. I mean, I say we. <laughs> the Gators were down. They came back in the fourth quarter to really make it a, a ball game, and then they they got the onside kick. That was that was the craziest part about it. They got the onside kick. It was just their last, offense couldn't do nothing. They just could not get that over that, their last little hump. And that's been Florida's problem. Besides that one, Kyle Trask here is just y'all's defense can't produce mm-hmm. stops, and special teams can't produce that outcome. But your offense is the one that's been. We're slowing you down a little. We're slowing you down. And I tell you what I what I really liked out of this game is the attitude both teams brought to the to the venue. Yes. It wasn't just one team was pushing another team around. There was attitude in this game. They oh, were, they, it was scrappy. And, it was a scrappy game. And you had players playing injured. That that was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like per se Dan Mullen's program and per se the, the previous coach at Tennessee, they didn't they didn't seem like they were all in, if you will. Oh, no, they were But if you look at both of these programs right now, Tennessee and Florida, both programs look like those players are bought in and they're willing to to work through injuries and pains to keep playing because they want to win. And the, both of these teams are both bowl-bound. I, I don't see them, none of them, making, not making a bowl. I got a question for you. What's your biggest upset of the weekend? I, I, it, was, it was amazing. So this is... 
Calling back on Texas A&M paying their opponent $1.5 million. You got Miami paying Middle Tennessee to come in Miami to hold him to 1.6 yards a carry. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. You 45 saw that stat to 31. Too? Like, Miami, what are y'all doing? We projected y'all to be up there with Clemson to rock with the ACC. It, but it, now Florida State's the ones like, hey, Clemson, we're back. We might, we might not be 2015 – but we're coming with a fight. I, I'm telling you, this is another situation that it, it sucks to say, but just like how Florida almost got knocked off against USF, it happened to Miami. Yes. And, and it and hap- happened a lot more but, this but it, year. But it happened. Middle, t- Middle Tennessee is tiny. Oh, it's very tiny. And, and it was, it was I, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of beautiful to see. Oh my god! <laughs> it's kind of beautiful to see. If you're, I, I, if you're not a Miami fan, you're happy. Cause oh, it, let's be honest, <laughs> what is the one school? But I can name I can name four schools off the top of my head right now that are what would you say like overhyped in a sense? You got USC. Always seems like they're overhyped. Notre Dame, definitely Notre Dame. Miami, one hundred percent. And then we could say it used to be Georgia. Before Georgia became like what they what they have been, for years they would be like they're they're winning it all. I would say Oregon. Oregon's a good one. I, I'll give you Oregon. Um, another one would be uh, well no that would be a previous. I was gonna say Michigan. No, uh, Michigan. I I, could, I I was thinking that too, but, but they made been, it to the been, playoffs. It's, it's been a while, but yeah, they made it. To the, they made it. I got the dark horse. Who? The UCF Knights. Uh, they're national champions, bro. They they have the biggest hype on their own selves. It's amazing, dude. They they won the national championship what back but in fourteen or get, something. I want to get back on top of it. Yeah, I have a stat. Give it to me, yo. Chase Cunningham of Middle Tennessee. He went sixteen to twenty five for four hundred and eight yards and three touchdowns. Give him the Heisman. <laughs> Give him the Miami's Heisman. defense. Like, that's amazing. Great job, Chase. Like that, you did that against. And, and you mean tell what's funny? Middle Tennessee has scored more points against Miami than Texas A&M did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you telling me that we need to have potentially Middle Tennessee at like twenty-five? Uh, Middle Tennessee <laughs> takes Mizzou spot in the SEC. <laughs> oh my gosh, they could because they'd actually be in the Southeast. Exactly. <laughs> No, they're a better football program. Oh, my God. They'd probably have a fit about it, though, because they'd put three Tennessee teams in the SEC. I mean, okay, let's be honest. Tennessee, they're coming back. Vandy. Vandy's just there so we can say, hey, we have a smart school. Well, it's like Duke to ACC. Football. That's what I'm saying. Duke's football and Vandy's football was very, very like equal for a long time. I mean, Duke's gotten a little bit better now. But Duke is the smart school, the ACC. And, and then but, like but their sports are swept around. Duke's a basketball school. Vandy's a baseball school. Vandy's like, yeah. you could beat our ass on the gridiron. We'll take the diamond. We'll, we'll, we'll see you on the diamond this spring. They got a, they got a baseball team. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about that in a few months. But uh, how about, let's shift back to the Big 12. Oh, Lord. Kansas City, Kansas State. <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas State, 41 Oklahoma 34. 
How about that, dude? Get out. Go to the SEC, Oklahoma. Kansas State has it. Oh, my God. It was Big amazing. boy was, ball. I did not. I, I picked them to win, but I didn't. I didn't think it would be that good of a game. Like, Case K State was like owning the game. Oh, it, they like I said, big boy ball. They just held both sides of the ball, and you have a typical Big Twelve high scoring game because no one knows what defense is. From my understanding, yeah, the the quarterback, um, oh uh, Adrian Adrian Martinez, Adrian Martinez had all the touchdowns. <laughs> he ran four touchdowns in. He had four touchdowns Godly. on foot. Yeah. And, and then he threw for the last one. I lied. He threw for one. He ran for four. He threw was so for responsible one. for all, all of them, though. K-State possessed the ball for 35 minutes in that game and had 509 total yards of offense. God. Man, I, that's just Big 12 defense, though. Like, I, No. Who's their coach? Is it still that old? No, it's not. I don't know. Clemson. Uh, Brett Venable. Oh, oh my God. Who is who is what? A very defensive minded coach. And for him to give up 500, 509 yards, bro. Like, I guarantee you, them boys be running this week. Yeah, but like, you can't be surprised. That's Big 12 football, though. I get, when, I get. When, when have you saw in the past five, six years a stout Big 12 defense? Baylor. And what they do? A win. Last year, their defense was pretty good. And what they do? They lost in the Big Twelve Championship to Oklahoma State. Yeah, that was a good game, though. Yeah, it was an excellent. That was game. a damn good game. Excellent game. But K State and OU. I'm very. I was. I was happy that K State won because I picked them. But like, very shocked that they won. To be honest with you, because I was kind of picking it like ah, I'm probably gonna lose this one. But like, let me shake it up. Yeah, and, and it shook up nice, but. Did not expect that. Oh, no. I did not either. You know, so, like, Dylan Gabriel threw for 330 yards. Uh, their defense just could not hold K-State that night. It was – it was, I mean, literally it, K-State. It, it was just they, – they were meant to win. They were meant mm-hmm. to win, and you can't really argue on that one. Hey, you uh, you see any uh, big shakeups in the uh, top 25 this week? Uh, both uh, – I know OU and Arkansas dropping. Yep. That, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about that, Arkansas, but – you you lost to the team that lost to Appalachian State. Hey, shout out shout out to the AP and coaches though for finally putting Florida State in there at twenty three. Like, okay, this is just me being a hater. Like, congratulations, Florida State. I don't like Florida State. I hate. Florida I, well, State. Let, let me rephrase I, that. I don't like Florida State fans because I see it all over my social no, media. I got, I got Florida State fans that are friends. But what I'm saying though is like I just I'm a Gator fan, so I just dislike Florida State like heavily. I, I heavily. just I just don't like just because I live in Florida and like all Florida fan Florida team fans are just toxic to me. Oh come on, man! It's all, just all of them are. Have, have you heard what Alabama fans sound like? Roll Tide. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you made my point right there. <laughs> uh, we've won the most national championships. We can act however we want. <laughs> I mean that's that. Man, you're starting to sound like a New England Patriots fan. <laughs> We've won so much it doesn't matter anymore, you know? Like, oh, my God. Tom! <laughs> but our Tom's Nick. Hey, let's go over some uh, week five pickups, man. Oh I got a... Uh, gosh. What's the first game you got for me? Well, I picked out uh, five games here, and the first one I got for us is Kentucky at Ole Miss. It's at 12 p.m., and uh, the line is Mississippi by six and a half. Oh, dang. Who you got? I have... 
Ole Miss, 42, Kentucky, 35. Well, I'm going to go with my Wildcats because you know where I'm from, Baker County Wildcats. Got to go with the Wildcat clan. Yeah. 38 to 30. That's I, I, that's a good pick, man. They got the running back back. Oh, they do? Kentucky got the running back back. So, I mean, I, that could actually be a big big difference. Um Next game I have is uh, obviously I know who you're going to pick is uh, Alabama at Arkansas. It's a 3:30 game. It's on the horrible station of CBS. And uh, don't I, and don't I mean, talk bad about Gary Danielson. Oh God, you would, you would love Gary Danielson. I, I love Gary well, he, he, because he's, all he does is praise Alabama and Georgia. Okay, God forbid they play anybody. <laughs> I swear, whenever and I know we're going to get off topic here for half a second. Yeah, half a second. But but you don't brought mm, <laughs> you poked the bear on this one. Holy Jesus. I cannot watch a single college football game on CBS. Like, especially when Florida's playing. Like, for instance, last Saturday's game versus Tennessee was on CBS. There was not one positive thing said at all from Gary Danielson. Like, at all about Florida. It was all like, Tennessee this, Tennessee that. Tennessee is going this way. Tennessee is great. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I hate Gary. Because, like, I'm like, dude, Alabama had a, a horrible play. Well, Bryce Young just showed why he can evade. All he had to do was just throw a throw it out of bounds, and it would have been an excellent play. Like, if you want a prime example of how ridiculous they sound, go back and watch an, a Georgia Alabama game that was broadcasted on CBS. The C Championship. Holy Jesus! <laughs> no one did wrong. <laughs> no one did. Nobody wrong. did wrong. <laughs> they could overthrow the receiver, and you know he just. He's a little cloudy in the brains on this on this pass. He'll get it back next time. Just look out for it. That's why he's a Heisman favorite, <laughs> Gary. That that's just that's just a warm up guy. He's just throwing it. <laughs> I'd say, so, but to bring it back, uh, yes, Alabama at Arkansas, three thirty on CBS. Who you got? I got Alabama thirty eight, Arkansas twenty eight. It's going to be a close game. You think it's going to be that close? I, I feel like it's going. A lot of people they're expecting. Uh, Typical You're, Alabama game. I'm going to sound like more of an Alabama fan than you. Yeah, but I, it's just one of the things. 45 to 21, Alabama. I, I like that score. I mean, personally, I like that score, but. That's a realistic score. I think the line on this game is 17 and a half points. <sighs> but the last time the last time they had about a 20-point line. It got close. It got nice. It got really but close. This is at Alabama? No, this is in Arkansas. Yeah, that's a, it's the same exact thing. Yeah, this is in Jerry Jones World. Ooh, not Jerry World. Jer- this is Jerry World 2.0. <laughs> this is Jerry World Pee Wee Field. <laughs> oh What's the next game you got for next me? Next game I got for us is Oklahoma State at Baylor. It's also a 330 game, and Baylor is a two-and-a-half point favorite in this one. I got Baylor 35-30. And a, it's not a typical Big 12 shootout, but it's going to be fun offensively. Defense, you're going to be like, What's happening here? <laughs> I, I agree. I think Oklahoma State's got a really good offense. Baylor as well. I think Baylor's defense is a little bit weaker than it was last year because of the turnover with the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Oklahoma State 38, and I have Baylor 33 in this game. I have a, maybe a touch of an upset here, I guess. But um, I just I, I don't know. I'm feeling good about Oklahoma State this year. Feeling good about the Cowboys? I, yeah. Hey, Cowboys. Cowboys it is. Hey, uh, next game, Wake Forest at undefeated Florida State. Is this a trap game for Florida State? Uh, it's going to act like a trap game. It's going to look like that uh, Georgia-Kent State game that we were talking about earlier. But I have FSU squeaking it out, even though, like I said, don't like the criminals. 28-20. to 28-20. You know, that's probably more of a realistic score than what I have. 
but I've just I've watching their games that offense is flowing like a Mike Norville offense that he had in Memphis. Yeah. And it's fast, it's up tempo. He's got giants as wide receivers and he's got a really good running back. So I mean, I've got FSU 42 Wake 38. It's a tight game I think because of the quarterbacks. Wake Forest has got a really good quarterback. I just I give the nod to FSU in this because it's in Florida State and they and and they have uh, Wake actually as I'm sorry. They have Florida State as a six and a half point underdog, so they give, they're giving them a touchdown to play with. But um, I got it as a tighter game. I don't think they I don't think they make the spread. And Jared, call out this last one for us. NC State at Clemson. This is actually am I am I wrong on this? I hold on two seconds. I really got to. I, I want to say this is a top ten matchup. If I'm not mistaken, it, it, is it? Sorry, guys. Give me one. I think second. this might be the first time that this is at, if it is. So Wake Forest and Florida State is twenty-two versus twenty-three. So that's a top twenty-five matchup. Yep. And then if we roll on down to Clemson, NC State, five versus ten. This is a top. 10 I think this battle. is the first time this has been a top. 10. Look at that up real quick. How many times uh, NC State versus Clemson has been a top ten battle ever? I want to say this is the first time. Well, why he he looks that up? I know this is going to be a real. This is a primetime game at Death Valley, and even though I'm an Alabama fan, Death Valley is probably one of my favorite places to watch a football game. I I, I agree. That's a cool stadium. Oh my god! Especially the rundown. Mm-hmm. Beautiful chef's kiss. <laughs> But uh, my prediction on this NC State Clemson game is I got the Wolfpack pulling the upset on the number five Clemson Tigers with a thirty-five to thirty win. Really, dude? Thirty-five thirty NC State upset. Upset in Death Valley. Is it because they can't? Get, is it because Clemson can't get that offense going? No, I, I a little bit of that, and then a little bit of just college football craziness. I'm not really finding anywhere. I, I don't worry about. How many times? But I will say this: this is the first time that you you've seen two like two ACC programs like this, probably in the top ten since Florida State and Miami back in the day. Uh, Florida State, Clemson too. What the one the the oh the Jimbo Fisher era? Yeah, I could see something like that, but but it's it, but it's not Florida State. It's not Florida State. It's NC State. NC. I've never really ever seen NC State rank like this. Oh my god! So I would love for that. I would. They've been, they've been the little brothers. In- yes. Yes. I. Yes. And, and I. I've got Clemson winning thirty-eight to thirty-three. But I really would like your prediction to come true because oh, I, would I would love, love it. to see Dabo take a hit. My gosh! And uh, before we get to the next one, here soon, probably in the next couple episodes, we'll be starting off our giveaway for the NFL season. And we're going to set that up in the next video, but we're going to set up a drawing where we get a helmet of your favorite team, like one of them little Rydell helmets. That's cool. A, a jersey, and maybe some other memorabilia. So always remember, keep subscribed so you could have that. And then now we're going to talk about the big boys in the NFL. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. First game I really want to talk about, and we'll get to this Thursday's game later, but I want to talk about this previous week. So the first one, the toilet bowl game, Bears versus Texans, 23-20. No one wanted to win that game. You know, and it just seems that way about every single Texans game. 
it seems like no one wants to win that game. Think about it. Yeah. Week one, they Tied. tied. Week two, they were tied. Did they go into overtime in week two as well? Who they? Who they? They played the 49ers? And it was like, no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to have to pull this up now. Yeah, you're going. But I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, nobody wants to beat Houston, and Houston doesn't want to win. <laughs> have this win, Houston. No. What do you mean, the, Houston? The Broncos. 16 oh, 16 to 9. To nine. Like, don't they get have started the, on the Broncos. But the Texans have a top 10 defense right now. Yes. I mean, understand, very, very early in the season. But they have a top 10 defense. And they also played the Colts, Broncos, and Bears. So, I mean, it ain't oh like – it's not like they played, you know what I'm saying, like some some weak football teams. Like, they played the Colts that were a playoff team last year. Actually, I'm sorry, I lied. I lied. They got knocked out by your Jaguars. But yes, they, were a, they were a playoff contending team last year. They, they were in the race. Broncos, I mean, they're supposed to be a playoff team this year, and, and I mean, the Bears is pro- the Bears is the most even the most even comp- competition there. Uh, I could also say the Falcons, but they haven't played them yet. I don't think they played. I'd this say out of, out of the three games that they've played, oh, oh okay, the Chicago game should have been like the only game they potentially won. Yeah, and I, I, I think they're tanking. I mean, it, I mean, if if you could watch their football games, you know they're tanking. Yeah, I'll give you that. So the next game I really want to talk about is the Titans Raiders. The the battle of the O and threes, man. That was uh O and twos. Some one O had to go. One O had to go. One O had to go. And I and you know I'm wondering what's going on with the Raiders. I'm I'm thinking Devontae Adams is regretting his decision because Derek Carr is not looking do you think it, the best quarterback Devontae's ever played with? But do you think do you think Derek Carr's trying to maybe push the ball too much just to Devontae Adams instead of instead of like speaking as a former owner of Devontae Adams in fantasy? No. I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, if I can remember correctly, I want to say he only had like five targets last week and like six targets the next week. Okay. You you could check that real quick, but with the Raiders, I just don't think that offensive scheme is all the way there. It's not fully kicked in. No, I don't think it's fully kicked in. So do you, do you feel by per se week six we might be seeing a little bit more? I can say this: if you're a Raiders fan, start panicking. Really? Start pan like you're. you're so you're a- saying you're saying, and I know I know where this is going into fantasy realm a little bit. So are you saying that? The trade we had for Devontae Adams, you feel like like I got it, the first year of him possibly being a dud? Possibly. I, it, it's not Devontae Adams being a dud. It's that offensive scheme. I think their coach is an idiot. Wow. Didn't see that one coming out of you. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. You don't like Josh McDaniels? No, I don't like Josh McDaniels. I really feel like if he can get that offense clicking, it would work great because it's the same offense that has won like seven Super Bowls. Yeah, but there, there's, a, <laughs> there's a whole difference though. Well, One has Tom Brady. And you can hate on Tom Brady as much as you want. He could throw the football. Like, <coughs> people hate greatness. Yeah. People hating Michael Jordan. People hate LeBron. People hate Tom Brady. And it's not because, like, they could come up with their own thing. It's all the flight gate, all the supply gate, all the da-da-da gate, all the open gate. But he's won that many championships and only been suspended because of deflated balls. 
Well, I mean, there probably could have been a couple other suspensions in there. There probably could have been. There, I mean, look, if you think about it, like, if we're going to, are we, are we really going to get on the No, Tom no, let, let's just. Because, like, if, if you think about it, like, every scandal that's happened since Deflategate has involved Tom and Brady we, we, in some sense. We've talked about that in episode one, but I'm just saying, though, <laughs> the man wins. I I agree with you on that. And the I'm man just, wins. He, Derek Carr does not win. He hasn't proved to me yet. So Raiders, he, he, his his he, he is showing a lower QBR so far this year. Um, he he's only taken seven sacks, which the offensive line is kind of doing their job. And so you can't blame the offensive so I'm line. Not blaming the offensive line. He's he's throwing. He's on average of like he's throwing like 26, 44, 25, 39. So he's like right in twenty two of thirty seven. I mean, he he had over three hundred passing yards against but, Tennessee, but I I guess. Here's the thing, though. The one thing I don't say you're at DEFCON 1, nukes are coming at your stadium, is because y'all have lost close games. Yeah. What's the average? Well, shit, I can't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I I, I, you need I don't know. If, out, I don't know if we're in freak out mode yet. I say freak out, but not fully red button panic. Yeah, I, I think we're missing the playoffs this year as Raiders. Yes. We're missing the playoffs, but I think we come in close like Indy. Indy. I think we're just having a rough start. You remember the year uh, last year, Mahomes? Was it last year, Mahomes? Like went yeah. like horrible at the beginning of the season, and then just like turned it on. But I, do you think I'm a completely different situation? Everyone, please do not. I'm not comparing <laughs> Derek Carr to Mahomes. I am. Um, I definitely am not. <laughs> like, Mahomes is a way better quarterback. But what I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is like. He is a tenured quarterback. He does have a great supporting cast. I feel like maybe we just got some speed bumps that were a little bit bigger than we were expecting at the beginning of the season. That's that's maybe why I'm week that's five, another reason why I'm saying don't hit that red button of bail. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying hit the red no, button. No, no, I'm saying yeah, like you're like, "Oh shit, there's a fire." <laughs> but don't eject eject eject. Okay, okay. Okay. I got but you. It, it was it, it was a no. close game of 0 and 2 teams. It was. It's just so disappointing seeing these two like really good teams be so shitty so no, far this no, year. No, it's no, it's not. It isn't it. I mean, for you it is because Tennessee and they're in your division. Yeah. But like it just getting rid of AJ Brown was Detrimental. So to that team. there's one quick game I want to talk about before we get into the other one I have written down, and this is going with the second AFC West team to lose to an AFC South team: Kansas City versus Indianapolis. Wow. Does the AFC South have the AFC's West number? The Colts, one, one, and one. Bro, way to fill up all the fucking spots. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, so we. Listen here, as a Jaguars fan. Let's go. You tie with the Texans. Yes. You get stomped by Jacksonville. Yes. Who, at this moment right now, is looking like a serious playoff contender. And I and I think I called a little bit of that. But anyways. But yes. anyways, and then you go and beat Kansas City. Bro. Mind you, it's in Indianapolis, but you beat Kansas City. Was that game in Indy? Yes. Okay. I... I, um... I was really happy to see that happen. You were, and, that, and that's just because of what happened to my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, it, well, think about it. Actually, if you if you look back at last weekend, all your top tier quarterbacks, other than Joe Burrow, went down. No, actually, did Joe Burrow lose last week? No, he won. He 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 just um he just beat um. That was this week's games. 
Cincinnati beat the Jets. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. Since since he beat the Jets. Okay. But speaking about uh, top tier quarterbacks going down. Yes, Joe Burrow was the only one really to to top tier quarterback that won last week. Yep. Because I know this <clears throat> man didn't win. Your Bills versus the fans. And sad news that we're going to talk about later, but well, you know, it was a twenty-one to nineteen ball game, bro. But I, I'll be honest with you, Buffalo really beat themselves, and and it and it doesn't help that we don't have like our full starting cast right now. We have a mm-hmm. bunch of damn injuries, uh, which a couple NFL teams actually have going on for them right now. But even with the injuries that we have, bro, it was a two-point game, and to understand it was a little bit more than that before the the butt pump, but uh. Allen threw for 400 yards. You know what I'm saying? They just had, couldn't get into the they, end zone. Buffalo possessed the ball for 40 minutes of a 60-minute ball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tua was literally sitting on the sidelines majority of the game. And Which he needed to sit on the sidelines the whole second half of the game. But I, I, I think Buffalo beat themselves in this game, and I think they'll learn from it in this game. And, and they got a hellacious game next week, but... 400 yards, bro. I'm not knocking the Bills right now. Oh, you're y'all y'all are still in the driver's seat in the AFC I think, West. I trust think me. So, and and um, I mean, it sucks for Miami what just happened to them, but uh, you know, as far as this game goes, mm-hmm. uh, Miami and, and Buffalo, it does suck. The stadium is set up beautiful for Miami. Have you ever seen that stadium at a 1 p.m. game? Oh my god, Miami's perfect, bro. I two kudos kudos to, to the, the developer of that stadium because like you all have set that thing up beautifully to f over every visiting team in a one p.m. slot. Yes, and their majority get the one p.m. slot because they're in they're in. Florida. Holy Jesus! It was hot. They said the average temp on the field was a hundred degrees, and your offense is on that thing for uh, forty minutes. No, but I do. I do want to. Um, before we go any deeper about Miami, especially, uh, condolences to Tua. Oh, you want oh, you want to talk about that now? Yeah, let's talk about now because, yeah, that that was um, that was a situation he should have never come back out on the field in the second half of the Bills game. As much, I mean, even though he brought them to the win in that in that second half, it wasn't worth it. It look what it did to him. He is he's. I think he's done now because well he's in. De- so I just read a report just a few minutes ago that he is out indefinitely until they can literally figure him out. It, you know, and and I'm I'm sad for him because number five pick. He came back from hip surgery, two ankle surgeries, which you know all about. Yes. He was your your guy at Roll Tide. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, dude, dude couldn't walk, and you put him back in the game. That's not – dude, that is so fucking not right. And I keep saying dude, and I'm sorry I keep saying that, but, like, so, like I'm a Bills fan, and that upset me because so like, with you the just hit, ruined a dude's career. With, with the hit. So the first hit by uh, Alonzo wasn't – it wasn't a malicious hit. Gonna, it, it was a, hey, okay, you threw it, but I'm already in the motion. I'm just going to – happened a thousand times over with yeah. many different quarterbacks. It was just the way he landed. And when he stumbled off the field, I don't care if he passed concussion protocol, get him out of there. Did you see? I, I just – okay, so I learned something new that I did not know. That in in NFL stadiums during games, did you know that they got um, – Guys that sit up in the stadium and like if they see like a player wobbling like that, they literally radio down and they're like, "Hey, they need to be pulled from the game." 
Yes. They have spotters. I didn't know that they had spotters that literally looked for that stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, what the fuck happened? Where was the spotter at in that situation? Bro, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I am so pissed. Oh, I, I, I want to see the league do something. But then, now this Thursday's game. This Thursday's game, that hit was a little bit more. That was a slam, man. Yeah, that... That was I don't understand slam. if anything, if anything, un- unnecessary roughness. But oh, they're 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 definitely probably they're going to find a, the find the guy. They're going to find him, but there should have been a penalty assessed in the game on that. Uh, which we're not it talking was, about the game as being more important than actual, because you probably just saw a man probably play his last game of football. Well, the thing is though, and this is why why Miami's getting investigated for this. Because, again, should have never come out in the second half of the Bills game. As soon as you go into concussion protocol, you were out for a minimum of 10 days. Yes. Well, why? If, if you didn't want to call it concussion, you should have never said that rolling into halftime whenever you took him in. You know what I'm saying? You should have been like, hey, we're, we're assessing for back injury. You know what I'm saying? But the moment that you came out and said concussion protocol, he's in concussion protocol, everyone's thinking like, okay, two is out. Yeah, two is and out. Don't, don't get me wrong. Bro, Tua came back and played an immaculate second half. He threw for 240 yards, uh, a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, he played his heart out. But is that worth your career just for one, just to beat the Bills one, but, the, for the first time let, in like Let me ask years? you this. Let me ask you this. If you're, you're a starting quarterback and they're like, hey, dude, you're good, you're bad, you don't know what, like, have you ever had a concussion? Yes, I've had three. Yeah, so you know, it's not, it's like a, and if someone's like, yo, you're good. You're going to you're going to be like oh, okay. So I remember one time, I got hit helmet to helmet in the side of the head on a kickoff. Yes. Well, when I got up and came to and went to the sideline and we went back on offense, like they they assessed me for a concussion. But the problem was, it's like, what was it? Probably fucking twenty years ago now. You know, what I'm saying like, they were just like, hey, do you know what day it is? What color is this? What did they asking you generic questions? You know, what I'm saying, and if you're as a kid, you're like. I want to fucking play this, 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 you know what I'm saying? And I went back in the game and I was like, grab my receiver. Like, Hey, what do we run on this? And he's like, bro, we, we've, we've practiced this all, all week. What I'm saying though, is like, if his coaches aren't going to be there for him, someone needs if, to, if, 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 if healthcare is not going to be there for him, where's your fucking teammates, bro. And I'm, I'm sorry. I've said the F word three times tonight and I've been counting in my head and I'm trying to do better about it. But, like, where was your teammates? Like, you, he's on his fourth-year deal, like, on the fourth year of it. Yes, exactly. There's no money coming after this unless he, he stays and plays. So if he's done, he's done, and that's that's ridiculous. And that's what I fear for, like, with a couple other quarterbacks in this league is, like, they've, they haven't been, like, paid yet, per se. Mm-hmm. They could take on an injury like that and be done, and they're what – what are you moving forward with, Expendable. Man? It's that's 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 the 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 negative side of the NFL, if you will. That's, yeah. that's the beast of it because like next it's year, a business. Hey, next year we got a draft. We can just get another quarterback. We could just get another one of you and train them up. It just I, I feel as a Bill, as a Bills fan, I feel bad for Taylor. as a football fan. I feel awful, and I feel like we spent quite a bit of time on this conversation. But, but it, I it I, I could I could I could I could talk about this for another twenty minutes, man. I'm really upset with. Miami. Uh, no, Miami's I'm just upset staff. with. Yes, thank you. The medical staff. Because, and I'm upset with the Dolphins for. I'm upset with. I'm upset with where's Waldo for putting his ass back in the game because like that should that should never have happened. No, it shouldn't have. If 
the way he speaks about Tua in the press conferences that I've seen so far, if you cared about him that much, you would have never put him back in the game. Oh, no. If I was the head coach because you weren't at week, that moment. Week three, bro. There's 17 games. And if I see my star quarterback that's supposed to bring me to the promised land do the chicken dance like he just got head kicked, go sit down. Go to the locker room. Go like, home. I feel like all they did was put painkillers in him and send him back out there, to be honest with you. That's what it seems like. But a little off of Miami. Hopefully, we hear better news coming out from the Tungavalo family. Tua, we'll be uh, we'll be thinking about you, man. I know uh, Bills Mafia has already been. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I I think they actually started doing it for one of our other players that got injured. But um, they started donating uh, one dollar and seventeen cents to Tua's foundation. One dollar, one dollar for his number. Yeah, seventeen cents for Josh Allen's number. <laughs> Some people donated like seventeen dollars and one cents to his foundation, but they're all it's it's all donations made by Bills Mafia going to the Tua. Uh, his his foundation for um, kids that are, are you know don't and, really and, have and much. And mind you, Tua, like you could you could talk crap all you want mm-hmm. about his his football ability. No, he's a nice guy, dude. I, look, I I have disliked Tua from the moment he got to college because he has been on every team that I dislike. Yes, that's the only reason I dislike him. <laughs> Think about it. You know, what I'm saying like as a fan. Oh yeah, I, I dislike Tua because he played for Alabama and I'm a Gator fan. I dislike Tua because he plays for Miami and I'm a Bills fan. But as a like you're talking about as a human, bro, I just I feel bad for the human part of this concept because like I don't want to lose to okay. to a half Tua. I don't want to lose to a a backup quarterback. I want to lose to a healthy Tua. And I, I want to lose to a fully functioning Miami and you Dolphins. Want, and you want to see a good football football player 100 stay amazing you never want to see bad injuries but there's one thing that did get injured that i'm pretty happy about let's go what's up and that's the chargers ego jacksonville Woo! versus chargers duval you are feeling great today aren't you oh no i am not because um next this week coming up so <laughs> you know i i don't think you have i but, think like, i think we'll talk about we'll the talk game coming about up that. But this game against the Chargers, bro, I understand, you know, Herbert's kind of injured. Yeah. Same same thing. Bosa kind of injured. Bosa got injured in that game. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're number ones on both sides. Yep. But holy shit, bro. And Keenan Allen. I know, I know Herbert was was still playing. Yeah, Keenan Allen's kind of out. They're, they're kind of injured bug like the, the like the Bills right now. Yeah. You kind of got you, you caught him at a good time. But let, let's be honest, though. Let's be honest. I'm being honest. We caught him at a good time, but. There you go. With what we projected beginning of season, even that roster should have swept us out the arena. They should have been like, get out of here. Like, let's be honest. Everyone well, was saying Jacksonville yeah, is a bottom feeder team. I don't think so. Not, not, not with the acquisitions that, you, that Jacksonville has made in the offseason with their head coach, with their receivers that they brought in, with their linemen that they brought in. I'm telling you, there's a lot to be liking in Jacksonville right now. You got a two-headed monster at running back. You've got a damn good quarterback. He's looking looking like a top 15 quarterback right that, now. But that's what I'm saying, bro. I don't know why people would be sleeping on these guys. Like they are really good. Cuz but they're Here's why they were hating on Trevor Lawrence. The the casual fans were like, "Hey, he did bad his year 1." Peyton Manning did bad year 1. He's got the same stats as Peyton Manning in year 1. Oh yeah. And then we're also forgetting about that awful awful human being, Urban Meyer. Yeah, but and, and that's, Who only, the only reason he got hired because he was a Florida head coach who's won national championships. Well, and and, and that, I know, and we've talked about that. But what I'm saying though is like, look, 
ever since they brought the ice cream man to town. I'm telling you that it's been a change. It's more of a family-based business now. It's like Buffalo's doing. It's a family-based business. It, it's the pedigree, you the know, pedigree that he brings in. Yes, and he had to he had to earn the players' trust. We've heard that in many different mm-hmm. uh, interviews. Like, hey, he went out there and said, "Hey, I understand this last guy did wrong, but I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Not no one else but me. No doubt, bro. And, and I'll be honest, dude." Even with broke ribs, Justin Herbert got 297 yards in this game. I know they didn't score much. It was a and he threw three interceptions. So he, well, I mean, broke ribs, you know. But what I want to say here though is, Jacksonville is what two and one now. Two and one. They're two and one. Easily could be three and zero. Oh. You got the Eagles next, and you got the Texans following. Um, this dude, is a winnable I'm schedule, you, bro. If you can get past the Eagles, if we beat the Eagles this year, like if we beat them this Saturday, you guys could be potentially very, very small. I'd give it 5% probability. I'll take it. (laughs) If you can get past the Eagles and that top 10 defense in the Texans and beat the Colts at home, Y'all are five and one, man. Like I, I could see five and one. I, I, but that all depends if we get on past how you play Philly. Yeah, because oh my God, Philly if is. If you come out flat against Philly, then you got to play with emotions all week long leading into the Houston game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I like y'all though. I mean, 38 to 10, 24 to nothing over the Colts, 28 to 22 over the, or I'm sorry. 22. You lost to the Commanders 28-22. Yeah. But you but you progressively gotten better in points. You look at it. 22 to 24 to 38. It's amazing. And, I, and, I love and, it. And, and even with a, a touch of a banged up Chargers defense, their secondary is amazing. Exactly. Like they So if, that's why I say don't worry about like worry about Philly, but don't worry about Philly because like they have a damn good backfield. No, it, it's what's worried had I, I I we'll talk about Philly versus Jacksonville later. Yeah. But now a little bit. I want to get your own personal opinion on something. What you got? Top five power rankings. Wow. That excluding excluding this Thursday's game. Are we can't include this Thursday's game? Okay. Power rankings. Or are you going to go five through one or one through five? Let's go five through one. I'll Make go five through one. And if I'm going five through one, I'm going to go five. Five. I like. See here, one. They're kind of out of it now since that. They're kind of out of it now since that. I know, but like I like. Okay, so you can't leave KC out of this. I'm gonna go KC at five. KC five. I'm gonna go Ravens at four. Okay. I'm gonna go. What's oh, so freaking tough? KC five, Ravens four. I'm gonna go. I didn't want to say this team. I'm gonna go Tampa three. Tampa three. I'm gonna go Buffalo two. Buffalo two. And I'm gonna go Eagles one. So here's here's who I got. And, with and the only reason I don't have Miami in there is because they lost to a. Yeah, they they probably would have. That that was a change like. 
literally happened today. Yeah, yes. it happened last night. They came out of my Power Five because of what happened. So, game. so the thing is though, Miami would have won that game against Cincy. I don't know that they if they would have won, but it would have been a much tighter game. It would have been a much different game. But my top five, it, it's a little, little bit of the same. I got my Jaguars number five. They were a tough one. I wanted to. I wanted to put them. In. I got Casey at number four. Okay. Baltimore number three. Ooh. Okay. Bills at number two. Okay. And then obviously Eagles at number one. You, you fly high with Eagles. Fly high Eagles. And fly the only thing fly. is, it's the same thing with Miami. I had Miami at number two, and everyone pushed down. And and you and you want to put them there. You want to, but I'm not but here for wants. I'm here to be correct. What? Well, <laughs> I love it. Gotta love, love it. You. I love you, bro. Like, I gotta be correct. I gotta be correct. And, and look, there's no emotions in this and, game. I'm. S- you would think I'm a fucking Dolphins fan, bro. Because like, I am upset about this. I'm still upset about it, man. Because like, I wanted it to be a nasty game. Come December, whenever it's Bills Dolphins. You again. you you wanted that rematch. I wanted the rematch, and I'm upset that I don't feel like we're gonna get it because Miami ruined their own player, man. I'm like really upset about that. But no. Fly eagle, fly eagle, fly, bro. Like I really like them at the one spot right now because they they have shown they they look the they most sh- complete. They 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 don't have no injuries. They're playing at a high level. There's no question marks on the team. Jalen's a beast. Until AJ Brown until a beast. he goes against Devontae the top five defense, I, bro. I'm t- <laughs> but then he'll run. No, we got we got hitters out there that can run. You think? Okay, Devin Lloyd. This, I think this will be. Y'all's biggest competition this week. I think I think this is going to be the game of the week. But okay, talking about this week coming up, first game I really want to talk about is a battle of the AFC South. Who sh- people who should have won, which is the Titans and the Colts. Titans. Colts I wish both of them week. tie again. <laughs> oh my god, would that not be <laughs> that'd be the best? Titans Colts. That. Mm. So are we are we going? Are we just? Are we going pickums here? Yeah, we're going pickums here. And let me tell you a little bit of facts about this. Right, Indianapolis had dominated this matchup for a long time. Mm-hmm. But Titans, in recent years, being number one seed and all that, has flipped the script on them. With the emergence of Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill being mediocre, but they don't have A.J. Brown anymore. So, what? what is your picks for this game? You know, I... I was thinking Titans. Yep. I really was. And I think I actually picked that as a prediction. And I'm going to have to change this. Oh, you're going to change it? I am. Because I have no faith in their offensive line. I've got to go Colts here. And I'll take that same score I have at 28-20. Just flip it to the flip it to the Colts. And and that's all due to the fact that they're down. Uh, Taylor Lewan's out the whole season. What happened to him? I heard he was out, but he got hurt against Buffalo. He, I think he rolled up his ankle. Ooh. But um, I just I don't trust Tennessee right now. I'm gonna go Colts. I'm sorry. I, I know I, I know we picked this game a couple days ago, but like I got, I'm switching. Got to go. Colts. Okay. So uh, I got I got 21-17 Colts as well. Michael Pittman, Matt Ryan being a little bit more better at being mediocre. Well, Pitt, got, Pittman's back. That's his boy. Exactly, and that's my boy too. Fantasy. I know. I hope <laughs> I'm. I'll talk about fantasy later. <laughs> so the next game, probably the game of the year, game of the century. Those should have been Super Bowl with Nick Foles versus Blake Bortles. 
but Jacksonville versus Philadelphia. So uh, Jacksonville dominated against Chargers last week, and they're heading in as the underdog again against Philadelphia as a seven-point underdog. Only seven. Mm-hmm. And so, but this ain't the only time Jacksonville's been a dog in a game. And what we two and one when we're dogs. So what you got? So I got Jacksonville pulling the upset against Hertz and the crew. 38 35. 38 35 and in Philly? In Philly. We gotta show them boys how Duval Love is. Well, I, if I'm not correct, looking at history, I think I don't think Jacksonville has won a three game stretch in ever. 2017. They won three in a row. I, I want to. S- so that's why I'm going to go Eagles. 35-21. I mean, that's probably the safer pick, but Duval. I mean, you're fa- hey, look at your team. They're doing well. It's kind of yeah. hard. It's kind of hard. Not it, to it's something them. different, you know. No, it, 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 hey, it's the future. It, it, it's the future. Hopefully. Hopefully, God, please. Please. Gotta, I'm tired of being mediocre. Hey, you got to do something to compete in this AFC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to have a heartbeat <laughs> oh my in God. the AFC South. Holy G- Well, yeah, that's all you need there. Yeah, exactly. Once you, once, if you can get through that heartbeat and get to the playoffs, so that's – Right there, <laughs> playoffs, we won. We won. It's like the, Col- it's like the Colts coach back in the day. Playoffs? The playoffs. <laughs> what do you mean Playoffs. I thought this was the playoffs. <laughs> we play to get off the field. <laughs> but next game, your uh, injury-riddled Bills versus probably the most dangerous weapon in football right now, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Well, I'd say I'd say I'd say the top two most dangerous weapons in the NFL. Lamar, Josh, Josh and La- Lamar. They're they're probably the most two dangerous quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, Josh Allen leads the whole league in passing. Did you know that? Yes. And I think Lamar leads it in rushing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you got to throw two. You got to throw uh, uh, what's his name Hurts from Philly in there too. But we're already done talking about Philly. So the Bills Ravens. What are you looking at in this game? I'm looking to see the Bills get a little bit better on defense this week um, with their backups. Yeah, because like that's what we're playing with a lot of right now. Um, I expect us to do a little bit better there. I expect the offense to pick itself back up. I think Gabe Davis will be a little bit more healthy this week. So you got a nice trio there with Diggs, Davis, and McKenzie. Uh, our running back game was starting to look much better against Miami. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see that get poured on a little bit more. Um, from the Baltimore standpoint, I, I would like to see Lamar passing the ball. Yeah, showing – expanding his repertoire. And I think that's the big thing. Um, and, I, and, and, again, like – it's going to be kind of hard to bet against Baltimore in this sense because he is on a contract year, so he's going to be playing his his butt off every single game. Yes, but I, it's in Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo twenty eight. Oh, actually, it's no, it's in Baltimore, ain't it? It is. It's in Baltimore. I'm taking I'm taking my Bills twenty eight seventeen over Baltimore. Uh, I got. I know I wrote this down, but I I just can't bet against Lamar. I got Lamar torching that injury riddled defense forty two thirty eight. Ooh, close game. Hey, that sounds a lot like my other score. In the last pick em, Last pick em, What we got? You got the man of the past himself, Tom Brady, facing off probably his the next coming up between him and Allen. Well, it's pretty God. He's not the next Brady. Patrick Mahomes. I don't want my guy to be the next Manning. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that matchup sucked for Manning and Brady. So yeah. Brady, Brady got the big stick on that one. Uh, yeah. No. 
But I, Mahomes I, versus Brady, Kansas I, City versus. I think it'll be a good game. I don't know. I tell me what you got. I just don't like either teams. <laughs> so like Patrick Mahomes, y'all look sloppy against the Colts. Like, come on, it's the Colts. And but I feel like y'all have a good enough offense. Clyde Tiller needs to get the rock running. You got Travis Kelsey, who's basically if he's one on one coverage, you're in good hands. Yeah. The only thing is, I want to see the wide receivers start playing more. All the all the new addition all the new yeah. additions that they brought. I like that. I, I I agree. And with then that. with Tampa, y'all just look out of sync as a team. They got Mike Evans back. Yeah, but they got Mike Evans. But is it just me or their team as a whole just look like? They're always missing a gear. I, I, you know, I think it's because of Brady's wife. <laughs> you know, trouble at home. She's not making shrines for him anymore for his locker. I just, I think we're seeing the fall of Brady. The fall of Brady because he did not hold up his end of the bargain with his wife. But does the fall continue, or do they catch the win? I'm as much as I don't like picking either one of these teams. I think I think Tampa should win because of the whole hurricane and the whole like everything coming together. And, yeah, uh, you know the a whole, New Orleans Saints vibe. New Orleans Saints vibe. I, I think this could be the time for him to kick it back on. Mike Evans is back. Julio Jones is back. Maybe Leonard Fournette will get a goddamn touchdown. Maybe. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go KC here. I'm gonna go KC thirty-five to twenty-eight in RJ Stadium. Okay, I got um I got the Chiefs winning pretty handedly, forty two seventeen. Really, it, it, the fall of Brady continues. He should have stayed away. Wow, how many how times we got to teach you this even, lesson, old man? I guess I, hey, that's actually pretty good to go that low because I mean, has he? Was it one game over twenty points? Yeah, one game over twenty. That's very non Brady esque right there. Oh, and it's just, ugh. dude, I I. Didn't think about that. Yeah, but you'll see next week on who wins the most of it. How about we cap this thing off with a little bit of fantasy news? (laughs) I don't want to talk about fantasy. Well, I think we need to for a little bit. I think everyone listening needs to go out and pick up Khalil Herbert if you can. I think they all need to make sure that they get – Madison from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Maybe pick up Jamal Williams from Detroit because every single, almost every single NFC North running back is injured. Is injured. <laughs> you know, so I know, I know they're talking about keeping Swift out until week six because they go on a bye week, week six. So I think they're not projecting Swift back until week seven. seven. Um, a, another keynote though to Detroit. Jamison Williams will be coming off the NFLI list or NF, yeah NFLI list um, week five. Oh, that's good. So that um, I've been looking at him in my dynasty league because I'm a little weak on wide receivers in that league. I but I don't think he will really make an impact. I think he'll be like a, a George Pickens for me, like an end of the season. No, toward the, toward the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, I know, like, but get, you're living and dying by George Pickens right I'm now. I'm not living and dying because I have decent wide receivers. I just. I really feel like he it just something is going to click in Pittsburgh, whether it's when Kenny Pickett comes in or but there's something that's gonna click you come on. 
Everyone's got to have that feeling like they had. Like, okay, so like last year when we rolled into the season, Jamar Chase had a horrible, god-awful offseason. And he went late in drafts, right? Yes. Mind you, two different style receivers. Very different. But they both got hands for days. But one had their college quarterback throwing to him. You're right. Well, actually, you're right. But one also had injuries, too. Pickens got injured in college, so I think Pickens will be good at toward the end of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I really ain't got no fantasy news because my heart's broken. Don't be that way. <laughs> my heart is. Don't be that way. I Look. play you this week, and God forbid, not to sound like a negative Nancy, uh, uh, to make a bad situation look bad for myself, but the whole two of them kind of effed you. Oh, I told, unless, I told you not to play him. Unless if unless if you just throw a goose egg. If you throw a wobbler, you want me to just take my tight end out? Just like I want to like take my, zero points. Besides, Tua, like my running back, yeah, Joe Mixon, twenty five points. No, it looked great. Defense, Even eight points. Defense, eight, eight points was just that's which double was, what the projection was. Weird to me. Why did you do that? Why did you play Cincy's defense against your starting quarterback? I didn't realize it. Okay, so you, you had one of them knuckle moments where you're like, "Oh Jesus, I no, played my defense against." No, my so team. like I'm sitting there watching on the couch, and I go, "My God!" And Lexi's like, "What? What happened?" I'm like, "I left Cincinnati as my defense," and she goes, "What's the problem with that?" I'm like, "Two was my quarterback," and she's like, "Oh, you dummy!" And I'm like, "Ah, no." I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> and, then I was like and then Tua got hurt, and I was like, well, maybe since he's defense, will pick it up and have a couple of picks, and like, you know, say, yeah, they like did 18. do that. But I was thinking maybe like try to get you closer to 18 yeah, points. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. You know, and I was like. bomb at the end there where he, uh, Hill caught it like the 10-yard yeah, line. Yeah, I was just after like, you. I was like, whatever. I, this week, I'm just, if I see three of your players score sub 10, you know what? I have a chance. I hope I <laughs> But you got Lamar Jackson. You, you know <laughs> yeah. why? Because you gave me no help in the NFL with your beating of my ass last week. <laughs> so the payback is here, baby. <laughs> oh, that was that was ugly. You killed me last week. What was it? One thirty to I, no, it's, it's depressing. It's it one thirty to depressing. <laughs> it was it was duh it's, and my score pressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, hey, where's the alcohol? I need like three fucking shots to deal with this. Like. I got my oh ass my handed to God. me. Like I got, I got beat so bad it looked like Tua getting his ass slammed into the ground last night. Jesus Christ! Like, and and that's horrible because like I done told you I feel bad for him. But like that's what my team did last week playing you. Yeah, I did pick up Trevor Lawrence though. No, you didn't. Uh I have him on waivers. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Oh, who? Where you? at? In our um ESPN league. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm about to say because if if you look, no. yes, if you, you got here, Trevor. <laughs> I got Trevor on my NFL. Are you going to get your first win in the NFL league? I don't know, bro. But T Higgs got me 36.4 <laughs> points. <laughs> like, like I don't even know what to do myself right now. I'm like, hey, it says I might win in this league. <laughs> hey, I'm like, I win three, bro. I'm gonna be that team that plays the waiver wire so god dang well in the NFL league. <laughs> Like I'm gonna come back with a vengeance, and I'm gonna beat every single one of you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll oh, see. Three ends today. <laughs> oh, someone's o. I think you're, who you're playing has an o too. Look, we're not talking about who I'm playing. Okay, <laughs> we're just saying the buck stops here today, and I start winning. <laughs> oh my god! But 
I think that's it for today's episode, man. I had a fun time. And always remember, keep that playbook next to you. Hope y'all have a wonderful night, a great weekend. I know this hurricane's gone by. Yep, it was it was a touch of a doozy down south Florida. Hey, we're thinking about you guys. We're praying for you guys. Um, and if any of y'all could send any donations of the sort to Red Cross, Salvation Army. Or even if you just, I'm telling you guys, if you just jump on any kind of social media and just type in Fort Myers and start looking at people's accounts down there, maybe start reaching out to them and seeing if they need anything personally. Because I'll be honest with you, whenever you donate to like Red Cross and stuff, I don't even know how far it gets to them. I'm a type of donator that was like, hey, let, let me re- send this let, to you. Yeah, directly. Let's, let's, let's directly send these things to you. So like reach out to us in our comments if there's if there's things if there's if there's gofundmes if there's things like that that we can help you guys out with drop it in the comments below let, let's let's get some help to our yeah, let, let's fans. get let's get get some love for over there and big special shout out to the sports history network once again for partnering up with us this month we we enjoy their content mm-hmm. learn about the sports that we we might be too young to even read about or know about and just getting more appreciation for the love of the game. And then we also got our Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the big, big podcast networks. And don't forget, like and subscribe to us on YouTube and, and drop the comments down there because uh, we're trying to hit every avenue here. But um, we also want to be a better show for you guys. So, like, hey, any way that you guys can help us help you, that's what we're here for. Yes, sir. And always remember, keep that playbook wide open when you see us on our screen. And we'll see you all later. Later, guys.